Welcome back to Noise Extra. I'm Gray Holger, here with my co-host Tara Connolly. Hello. And Mike Connolly. Hello. And it is the end of 2020. So we are here with, I guess they're called year-end lists. I think that is what they're called. Well, it is our year-end list. Say, what are we going to call it? It is noise and year. Year and noise. A noise, year and noise. A year and noise. A noise year. In no particular order. Noises year. Oh, yeah. that's sufficient. Something like that. Something like that. And <laughs> man, it was quite a year for noise. Well, I mean, there was. we can't do our top shows like we did last year. It's true. So mm-hmm. in lieu of that, we'll, we each are doing a top five. Of noise releases released this year. We will do a little round robin and discuss these. And I'm sure we'll talk about all the other things that didn't make the list that, you know, we, you know, you sometimes you can't choose everything. And we haven't conferred with each other about this. So it should be interesting. That is true. I mean, obviously, Tara and I, yeah, have I mean, conferred with each other. we don't know what Gray is picking and Gray doesn't know what we picked. We think we did a, we don't think there's overlap, but I mean, I guess there, there conceivably could be. could be, but we're pretty sure there's not overlap. We just we're just going with the hope that there's not going to be overlap. Mm-hmm. I I actually purposely left off stuff that I thought that you would put on <laughs> as a way to get more picks myself. <laughs> there you go. There you go. I like it. I like it. Uh, yeah, and uh, I have a lot of stuff. There's there's more than five this year that I kept returning yeah. to. So, but there's five that really stuck out so that's what I went with and then I know that I've listened to too many times uh, and I I don't include reissues in my list of stuff so there's some reissues I think that were really awesome this year that were really nice to get and got some like very limited stuff out into wider ears uh, we'll probably talk about those at the towards the end of the episode there's just a couple things I'll mention uh, I also made a list of well two books that I read this year that I really have stuck in my brain and uh, cool, we'll talk about cool. those. Too. And they, did they come out this year? Yes, they're two two new books. Very yeah, cool. not, not old books. Uh, yeah, I've really ratcheted up my reading in the last month or so, and uh, it feels it feels good. So one of these was read then, and one of these was read earlier in the year when it when it came out. Very cool. Well, you know, it's going to be a just a nice loose discussion um, around our around our lists. I almost like feel like I don't want to even start. It's like well, I want. I'm like I wanted the, to the, say. Anticipation of what Gray picked. I don't even know. Uh, what could he have picked, Mike? I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. Well, I just wanted to say before we started, it's been such a pleasure doing this podcast for the entire year. And um, I don't know. I, I just feel really grateful for the people that we have interviewed and all of the listeners and then the feedback we've received. And truly, it has been a real bright spot. I mean, this is every you know every week this is our this is what we look forward to so it's been great we definitely can't thank all the listeners enough and all the all the cool guests that have taken time to talk with us it's been it's been really cool you know 
getting to know some some people more, people we've known for a long time, how often do you sit down and have a two-hour conversation with them, a focused two-hour mm-hmm. conversation? It's right. pretty rare. So it's been really cool. Even, you know, even people we've known for 20 years, we learn new things about them when we get when we do this. So yeah, it's been really cool. And we already have some really cool guests lined up for early in the new year. So there is there's no stopping this noise train. Yeah, and really looking at everyone's body of work and hearing from artists is so inspiring. And and I think that's also what's inspired all of us to really produce more and do more is because when you're interacting with people, when you're, you know, listening to such amazing pieces, uh, you, you just, you can't help but want to go, go, go and do more. So I, I truly am grateful for that. Uh, constant source of information and things that propel us into new ideas that we wouldn't otherwise have. Yeah. Uh, and uh, additionally, I'd like to thank specifically our patrons who help keep this podcast going. And we do a lot of episodes for them that we get to take a chance on doing mm-hmm. slightly different things or, you know, I, I do the trash wherever over there. You guys got home time and noise rumble going. And I feel like, uh, you know, like the murder series we've been doing self-abuse murder series has been super fun and informative and just, even for me, like I, I know some of the stuff about these killers, but Connolly has really been digging in and getting the details. And uh, <laughs> so that's like an hour long plus episode about a seven inch every month. And those have been really cool too to sort of have something else to pair with the noise obsession. Uh, and, you know, 2020 got kind of thrown for a loop and we have moved to doing uh, sort of tele, you know, teleconferencing for our episodes. Yeah. This has been awesome. Yeah, we're it not, opened up yeah. so many cool avenues yes. that before we were pretty adamant. And we had a wealth of people coming through LA and stuff that we would try and do everything in person. But uh, now we have, I mean, we've talked to people in Japan while they were in Japan. And that's a really nice thing to sort of be able to do and have on the podcast. So I really like the way the podcast has grown this year. Uh, didn't miss a week with putting out a new episode uh, and several episodes <laughs> a week on the Patreon. So. I, it's been a, a really killer year when I look back at, on all this stuff that we accomplished. And I listened to a lot of great noise this year, not just oh my God. stuff for episodes, but stuff around it. Like, you know, yeah, I listened to death odors when we did the death odors comp. Sure. I did it. I listened to it. I think it was actually in uh, a recent listening months before that. And then I also of course listened to the, uh, Dia Natale Invictus Solis comp that Petrus did as we were talking about that. And like, that's a cool killer thing to listen to. You know, I listened to old and new and yep. Personally, for me, on on Chondritic, I released 14 CDs and two books this year. That's totally insane to me, and it's been awesome, and the support's been really awesome from people who listen to the podcast and and just, like, noise fans in general. I also got so many CDs that I am trying to figure out where to build a new shelf to put CDs. Oh, (laughs) look, we are currently... We've gotten two new CD shelves, but we need more. Not nearly enough. We are... we're, We're looking around right now. I mean, we have concentrated piles that are are uh, cool and you could literally well, they're on shelves well that's what i mean like yeah. they're they're yeah. they're not it's not like around on the floor i mean they're, <laughs> they're over around yeah. right but they're and it is cool it's one of those things where any pile you look through there's just it's killer yeah and and i also what i've really loved this year is just getting in zone so when we yes get in a zone and mm. i think this year i i would say for us you know, this year was a big, we got in that, we got in that big murder corporation zone early in the year. And that was just so, so sick. And when we did that episode, you know, 
I know Tara and I big contagious I was orgasm say, just zone, heavy contagious orgasm big zone, broom zone. Yes. So it's been like really cool to molest. Yeah, you guys have so been it's in cool. a months long Richard Ramirez well, cable oh, well, with all the awesome stuff he's been reissuing and, and making available on his Bandcamp and the CDs that have been coming out. Like there's. Yep. It, he's in my list of stuff to talk about and reissues, of course, because there's been so much Ramirez-related stuff this year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, we started off Noise Extra, the second episode is a Ramirez CD, so of course, yep. like, <laughs> full circle, we've had him on as a guest a few times. Like, it's How cool well, that, is that? Yeah, I mean, that's been, you know, especially we've done two episodes with Richard and Sean this year, and really getting to know them and getting to talk to them more than we ever have it's in our entire such a lives. Treat. Have just oh. been that's I think a huge highlight of the year. So yeah, it's just been all the guests. It's yeah, e- yeah, just, every guest. I'm speechless, been, just beyond grateful. I was Absolutely. actually thinking like I I can't pick a favorite oh no. guest or episode we've done because they've all I've learned so much from all of them, and like whatever's most recent is freshest in my mind as like being <laughs> right, awesome. Right. Like we just interviewed we Randy s- Yao and that was really awesome. But it's uh, uh, all the interviews we've done this year to me have been. Yeah. Really informative, really eye-opening, and as someone who's here asking the questions sometimes, you know, I really love doing them. I learn so much and, like, get inspired by them and doing trash where talking about, you know, it started out as being very gear-focused, but we also talk a lot about production techniques and inspiration and motivation and that kind of stuff with artists, and I think that that's equally important and, like, another piece of the puzzle. So I have really enjoyed learning all of this stuff along with you guys it's ah i wouldn't trade it for anything it's awesome absolutely Heck and guys yes. we started the year off talking to seymour glass so cool like how big has like banana fish been like a part of our lives yeah. forever yeah. as long as we've known each other yeah it's insane 20 years so well, it's crazy i know we're gonna start the new year off with a cd that has been uh very near Correct. and dear to me for Correct. as long. I probably bought it the same day I bought an issue of Banana Fish. So in Heck a record yeah. store <laughs> Heck yeah. in the 90s. So yeah, big, a yeah. very big deal <laughs> to me Heck on that tip. Yes. Well, I guess we should get started in our top five. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Well, hey, Gray, I want you to start. Oh, wow. Okay. I can start. So can again. Start. Again, I think we can preface it with, you know, no particular order. Uh, there's definitely no order to mine. Right. Uh, it's just so we're just going we're just going with it. Yep. I'm going to go with like one of the most obvious things first, which would be it, it would be a strange year in which House Arafna would put out a new album and it would not make my best of list. And this year is a strange year, but that rule holds true. Uh, the mm-hmm. new House Arafna Ash on Galactoro is like everything I want from that band. It's methodical, miserable, noisy, rhythmic, menacing, desperate. Uh, I love their weird breed of agitpop or whatever and and sort of power electronics and, and rhythmic noise elements. And yeah, this, this new House of Raffner record is fantastic. Heck yeah. That, I mean... That's a band I associate with Gray. We did a mm-hmm. seven inch episode this year. Yep. Yeah. And I know this was an anti. I remember, if I'm not mistaken, too, it like, I mean, again, with ordering things this year has been weird, especially from Europe. Wasn't this 
Weren't you waiting a long time for this to show up too? Yeah, it, it released right after mail restrictions got locked down, so they weren't sending anything overseas. And they're, of course, based in Germany, so it took forever to get. Uh, I finally finagled a copy from a, a friend who asked to remain nameless. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I'm I'm overjoyed to have it. And uh, you know, I mean, I I collect everything on that label. I I buy all of their releases. Some of them don't hit as hard as the others. This one is really like it's flawless. And Actually, it's, I'd say they got like a band camp now and stuff, so you can you can go yeah. hear this. I would say that one of my favorite records that you turned us on to this year was on that label, being the Nightmarish Utrecht. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, that that's been in regular rotation over here ever since you introduced it to us. So yeah, that's that's a that's a old favorite. And doing that episode, I learned so much about the sort of lore behind yeah. it and stuff I did not know, and it yeah. only makes the enjoyment of the record deeper when you actually spend the time to to pull it out and look at all the stuff and listen to it and think about the concepts while it's on that yeah. was really fun for me to read about the history of you know monarchal occupation of the netherlands <laughs> so cool well tara how about you next oh good uh well my pick is from total black and that would be Anomatope Suicida by the Incapacitance. I don't know what I was waiting for there. I just waited for Mike you, to you say something. A, I had an expectant you, look upon well, my had, face. Was, and I, I thought you were just laying out the tension. Oh, oh okay. Yes, that's what I'm doing. Like, yeah, yeah. Anomatope Suicida. And Tara, <laughs> what is that title a reference to? A tope suicida, which is like a cool wrestling move. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> it's headfirst. Incapacitants <laughs> were, of course, a huge reason why we dove headfirst into the world of wrestling because of all their wrestling references. And I loved yep. that this album, they're, they're still going strong with it. Oh, my God. This album is so good. First of all, great black and white cover. Um, and... Right on the back of Macau's shirt, it says "Go Bankrupt." Classic incapacitant uh, shirt. Amazing and song title. incapacitant shirt. Amazing title. So relatable. Love it. Uh, and so it's like <laughs> "Go Bankrupt." So okay. relatable. Yes, absolutely. Uh, it is like cosmic junk chaos. It is like uh, a jet taking off with twenty people moaning simultaneously. Uh it's like being thrown into a washing machine and having a hand held in your hand and recording it. Uh it is high energy. Just it's incapacitance. It's awesome. This record is great. It it rules. It's classic incapacitance. Yep. Right on. It is absolutely sick. So Mike, I think it's your it's turn. My turn? Yeah. Is my turn? Now my expectant look has merit. All right. Well, my first pick here on this list is courtesy of the man sitting across from us on our screen. Put this out, and that would be Shredded Nerve, Acts of Betrayal CD on Chondritic Sound. Oh, wow. That's uh, I'm very happy to hear that made your your top five. Absolutely, this is a. It's really good. Yeah, it's it's I re especially like the the like metal and tiny sounds the the tiny feedbacks and the metal and the and the loops uh, that is the, the kind of the 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 last 
maybe two tracks kind of blend in with that. That's some of my favorite stuff on the album. And then hearing him on Trashware, Justin Lakes, gave an, another appreciation of mm-hmm. it because I think I think we listened to it. Yeah, we certainly listened to it before that episode. Then hearing him talk about his process, then going back and listening to it again, kind of revealed some new stuff. Really, really dug this CD and have really been been digging his stuff this year. I know you've put out things before. You did an LP, right, a few uh, years ago? I did an LP. The gold, that gold LP. Yeah, and we've been yeah. we've been working together since the start of the project. I, the first thing was a double cassette on Chondritic. And oh, very cool. Oh, I don't have that. We've toured together, and uh, yeah, he's he's great, and uh, Acts of Betrayal is fantastic. Fantastic uh, CD that I'm very happy to get to put out, and I'm very happy to watch Justin continue to develop that project in interesting ways. And I've, I've, definitely, every time I see him, he's got some different idea or different thing he's trying out. And I, I just, you know, in touring with someone, you see them go through different approaches depending on the space and that kind of stuff. And I've gotten to see all that with Justin and watch the project really evolve. And I think it's really, it's it's really badass. Plus. He runs a noise store in New York. That's Sup- insane. Obviously, mm-hmm. support support dead gods for yeah. sure. Thousands of dead and gods yeah. in Brooklyn. Like, you know, the, that's dedication. Yeah. So definitely psyched on Acts of Betrayal. So that is my first entry in my top five. Well, right. it, looks, it looks like we're back to gray. I'm going to get this out of the way so everyone forgets about it by the end of the episode. The shocking display of nepotism on display here <laughs> at noise extra one thing that i have continually listened to this year over and over again i find myself throwing it on it's i got it on the bandcamp app so i just like you know drop that on the phone and play the hell out of it is empty dna's moon crawls above on hospital productions <laughs> uh, sorry mike Hey. Uh, we've been giving a lot of love to your projects. I put out a CD for Failing Lights this year. We just talked about some comps you were on in the Death Odors episode. But, man, I, I just keep listening to this one. It's unexpected. I've known you for a long time, and it's obviously something you're very capable of, but also unexpected and, and took me by surprise, even with kind of I've been following that project for a while before we were doing the podcast together and, and whatnot, of course. Right. And this is uh, this is a really fine work so you can uh, listen to it on Bandcamp. <laughs> go find yeah. it and awesome just awesome and the packaging looks fantastic the like crazy painted hospital like oh, craft envelope did. thing with thick staples through it and everything it's just it's tough oh, it's, so it, it's good. a dangerous package they did an incredible job on it that chicken wire will might, might actually be used in a murder and and Mm-hmm. You know, I might I might get arrested as an accomplice because of it. <laughs> but yeah, I'm, I'm, no, I'm glad I'm glad you glad you dug it. And there's there's new new material uh, that is submitted and and all that. So uh, probably in in the 2021 there. But you know, I, I would say that's a testament to again being inspired by things that we've been listening, like especially like the murder series seven inch and like all the, you know, things that we've been really um, immersing ourselves in. And, and definitely I think that, you know, everybody has been trying extra hard on the recordings lately due to that. Oh, and we got a little bit more time on our hands, some of us. So (laughs) that, that helps with uh, really focusing. 
Yeah, and it's been, obviously been a big true crime year, so Hell yeah. it's it, it's going to bleed over always. And it's I mean it's always a big true crime year over here, but especially <laughs> this year. And thanks to the murder series for sure. Yeah, I remember we had you know the family and then the Ted Bundy's the book. What is that called? I forget. Sitting the, next to our the only living witness. The only living witness. Thank you. Sitting next to our bed, like always. Yeah. <laughs> like, for twenty years. Absolutely. <laughs> well, Tara. I have a feeling well, we're going to just gonna, go ahead and let's get... Let's just get the nepotism out of the way. I like this policy. Uh, I like I like doing that because I I have been enjoying Elysian Alarms by Hive Mind. That has been a long time coming, and I guess it's something that, you know, we have all been discussing, and what a pleasure when I finally got to hear it, and when it finally was happening, it was just really, really thrilling. It's like the world is throbbing outside of your bunker. It's bunker as nature. It's isolated. It's your mind evolving. It is cocoons hatching in an industrial landscape. I love the track House Without a Key. Just this whole thing is a wonderful and strange atmosphere. Thank you. Yeah. I, I tried to take some chances outside of what I would normally do on something like House Without a Key and just continue to push what I'm doing in a different direction. I talked about on Trash for a little bit how I, you know, doing Hive Mind for so long, I'd gotten a little... I felt a little stuck and I I firmly got myself unstuck making this record, which is really good for me. Good. Yeah. Oh, and I did not mention it's on difficult interactions. It is indeed. Correct. <laughs> it's great. It's it is an awesome, awesome album and glad to glad that it's seen the light of day, even me though obviously too. there's been you know there's some 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 hurdles along the way. Yeah. <laughs> it happens. Record pressing in twenty twenty. Yeah. Yeah. And it's really but, hard when you guys do all these things and then I can't talk about them because I like fall in love with the albums and they're not even out. So I get <laughs> so excited when it finally comes out. I'm like, thank God. <laughs> finally discuss this. We've been hearing that from its inception on, I think. So we've definitely yes. heard multiple versions. Of yeah. Oh, yeah. You heard it before, before <laughs> yeah. it was finished. Yes. So. Yeah. And gave yeah, important no, feedback, which is actually uh, something I talked about on another on a Trash War episode, too, is like how nice it is to have a a close circle that you can share stuff with and get honest feedback on, uh, and help sprout new ideas. Um, th maybe sometimes you're a little too close to the work to see it, or you're, you're so used to doing things a certain way and having just a, even a three words of advice from a friend can really like set you into thinking a new, a new way of thinking about something. And you definitely helped yeah. with that. And uh, most of the people thanked in the liner notes of the record were people who, helped me see hive mind in a different light uh, to make a new record and I'm already working on another one. So very cool. Good. Very cool. Looking forward to it. Well, my next pick is from a band that if you've listened to one episode of this podcast, then you've heard us talk about this band, this project, this label. <laughs> and that would be skin crime. Oh, yeah. Stories and studies. Strange things. Cassette on self-abuse. 
This one's in and my also rans. This is one that I, I was going to mention, if not. <laughs> yeah, and I, I yeah. had a feeling this might be one where you were like, I could see Mike <laughs> picking that or Tara picking predict. that. So I'm going to like, oh, maybe I'll wait. But yeah, look, I think Gray said it best a couple episodes ago that we live in a great time when we get new skin crime it, every year, maybe multiple skin crimes every year. And it's super, super, super exciting. You know, it could have been this, it could have been the computer murder compilation set that is absolutely top, top, top of the year. Mm -hmm. No question. That is just a flawless set. But this tape is also incredible. It's, it's in that just creep, skin crime, slow, methodical style that they've been doing on a lot of their last most recent tapes this is just right there it's fantastic and the cover is really weird and i actually it, don't know what it's from i know i sometimes i i sometimes i i don't I, know what it's sometimes from. i i get i know the reference legacy of blood i was clear on what that was this one I I have no idea what the heck that is. It's not it's not pretty. That's true. <laughs> Sounds good. It's not pretty. But yeah, it's you know, just another fantastic skin crime release. Oh, is it back right? to me now? I think it's yes. your time. This next one came out in 2019. Uh -oh. Look, there's nothing I can do if you choose to release your album like December 15th. Well, I think it's fair game <laughs> if it came out after our last year's end of the year episode. So, uh, I mean, I think oh, kinda, that's fair yeah. game. And, well, that and even then, you have to know about something on release date for a day. Like, like maybe if it came out in November, it's still fine because you don't. Uh, this came out mid-December last year. I bought it. I checked uh, like January 15th of this year. So, I'm counting it for 2020. <laughs> you know what? It's our show. We make the rules. Yeah. Uh, and I feel like not enough people have heard this. It was in a, a recent, it was in my recent listening back in February and it was great then. And it's great now. And I keep returning to it over and over again. And it is HCOD and Aishrolatria crystallization CD on field work. And it is available in two editions. There's a jewel case edition and an art edition with Rezo prints that look really cool. It is strange occult and esoteric post-mortem and heavy electronics and power electronics vibes all around it. Really good decayed noise. Uh, some of the Grey Wolves most decrepit moments is kind of what it reminds me of in parts. Uh, just I, every time I listen to it, there's something new in it. And it it's one of those records that just sort of extends out as you listen to it and, and takes its time and establishes itself. And it raises lots of questions when I'm listening to it because it's, it could have been recorded in a damn cave. Like it could be, it could be cave electronics. I have no idea. It's really just fantastic. Very cool. And where is that project from? New York. Uh, well, HCOD is New York and I don't know about Aishrolatria. Aishrolatria. And I don't know if I'm saying that right, uh, but Fieldwork is based out of New York and HCOD is based out of New York. I believe had a hand in the MAPS festivals that were going on. Yeah, we rarely know if we're saying it right. <laughs> I mean. Hey, you know what? The biggest surprise of the year for me was it's Petrus. Petrus. <laughs> and I, you said Petrus earlier in the episode already. It's going to be a Petrus. long time until we it's been get around that. It's been 20 years of saying Petrus. 
It's going to be a long time. Sorry, Petrus. Oh, yes. Um, And, and, you know, we, with that Cato David Hopkins episode, we have a lot of pronunciation to really think about, uh, which just, it's just almost too much. I'm never going to say (laughs) Mazona. It's never going to happen. It, I just, it won't I come out of my Italian mouth. I sound Italian when I do it, Mazona. It'll never come out of my mouth that way. Would you agree with that, Gray? That it will never come Italian. out of your mouth that way? Yes. <laughs> or yes. yours. It's Masana. We've, we've said Masana our entire lives. It's Masana. I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. Let's see. <laughs> I was hoping Sarah. he'd break you of Hijo Kaiden, but it hasn't happened. <laughs> what Hijo do you Kaiden? say? It's Hijo Kaiden. Oh. Hijo Kaiden. I, I think I see I might it both be ways. announcing it or pronouncing the emphasis in the wrong place on that, but you guys I, are doing a really good job vamping while I decide what I want to talk about next. Thank <laughs> you only so got much. Three or two left. Oh. Three left. Three left. She's got three oh, left. She, well, yeah, because I just did one. My, look, look. Tara and I. Have oh, three I got left. like fourteen things written down here. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Well, I'm gonna go. I choose Minecraft. Oh, <laughs> finally. On hospital. Um, industrialized criminals history. Absolutely. This was like such a surprise. I, we put it on and we're like, what the hell am I listening to? It is modern industrial medieval noise. What is this? I don't know. It's so decomposed. Um, death by hanging gives me chills every time I hear it. I, it's just, I don't know, it's it so unique um, it, that I, I just I just love it. I could listen to it all day. I mean, that track, Die Like a Dog, is like the hit oh, of yeah. the year. Die it Like a Dog is insane. also just sick. I mean, this is truly such an incredible release. It's like, it's like a synth was buried in the soil and then dug up at a later time and then played. I had a hard time not putting this in my top five, but I knew, I knew that one of the two of you was, so I got to leave it out and still talk about it. Uh, Japanese power electronics, of which there is a weird tradition and history of, turns dungeon synth for, for like an album somehow, and it is the best of those things as like easy buzzwords. It's so much more than that. It's a really strange cinematic album that, uh, reminds me of like obviously Tetsuo is a is an easy sort of entry point for mm. it, but it's it's really grand and really miserable uh, it's, and simple. Yeah, I mean yeah, simplicity it's... can be so very effective. There's also uh, Death Still Persists, which came out on SSSM this year, which is another one that could have made the list and was listened to a bunch, but. I think that industrials industrialized criminals history is so unique that it has to be it has to be the the one. Uh, totally. Yeah. If if that hadn't come out, death to still persists. Yes. Would, yes. Yeah, but I mean, it this just. It, I mean it. It's I'm never going to be mad to hear this. Yeah, it sets a new bar for Linecraft. She, I think for so many things. Yeah. I just yeah. love it. And I mean. Again, the packaging is so sick. The packaging is sick. I love the... The dyed... The, I know, the painted cord and the... Pers- <laughs> I, I can't even talk about it anymore. You, well, that's what you're supposed to do. That's why we have a podcast. <laughs> but it's okay. I'm just going to gush. I'm gushing. That's Okay, you know what? <laughs> I love it. I think that's fair. Well, I guess that's it's my turn. It is your turn. 
I have a great Japanese project, active in the 90s, kind of took a break, went a little underground, I'm not exactly sure, came back, and this year put out a fantastic LP picture disc on Dada drumming, and that would be Moat with the An Idol Complaint record. It is just great noise. It's, it's when I when I first there was a there was a little clip on Dada Drumming's Bandcamp, little minute clip of each. That's all you can get. You have to actually just get the LP. They don't offer the full thing. And the that little minute clip had me think it was going to be totally in the red for the entire time. And there definitely is that element of it, but this was really, it does go a lot of different places there. There, there's a lot of dynamics to it, which is, which is how I think of moat. And I, you know, what a really, what a great project. And I'm psyched to do a full moat episode Yeah, at some point. And certainly we we're, we'll be doing that, but, I mean, it's 2020 and there's a new moat and it's awesome. Yeah. And and, it, and it's great because it's a picture disc that actually comes in a sleeve. Well, it's like two two sleeves. So it's just, so you know, you get, you get a cover. The back just says fuck moat. And then, and then there's, and then you got a picture disc. So highly, highly recommend this. You know, we, we, when we do this, the, these end of the year episodes, we don't put the links on the show page because we want, we don't want to give away our, our, our list right mm-hmm. away. Right. So just make sure, just go to the Dada drumming band camp, pick this up. It's, it's so, so good. And then another label, the label itself had kind of taken a little break, but they've come back, you know, put out a fail association, uh, TEF and, and, and this. And so it's, it's, Highly, highly recommended. I did not get this one, and I am going to have to grab it. Yeah, you know, really, it's, it's really it's good. So, so good. Yeah, I did get that box set that uh, Industrial Recollections did, and right. uh, a couple of the reissues, and obviously they're great. I have a couple the original Moat tapes here from you know way back when, and exciting to hear there's a new record out. We will certainly be doing a Moat episode at some point. Absolutely. We'll gr- well, Gray, you're up. Oh, it's my turn again. Shoot. Okay. Uh, all right. Let's, you know, these last two, they both got listened to a bunch. I don't know which order to do them in. So we're going to go with, uh, well, hell, we're going to go with Aaron Dillaway, Robert Terman, and John Weiss electronic extension CD on helicopter and tronics. It should be no surprise to anyone hearing those three names that this is a good disc. Uh, Terman has certainly had a, a hell of a year. Uh, part of that's my fault. I reissued Beyond Painting and the Zeo Voider project, Perpendicular Groove, uh, that he did in the 80s. And Hanson and Helicopter reissued his eight-tape box set, Chapter 11, as a beautiful four-CD box set. And that, that sold out like instantly, I think. Uh, awesome, awesome run of Termin material. And this is more of it. The first track is Dillaway and Weiss, and the second track is Dillaway, Termin, and Weiss. Uh, just two really nice electronic, you know, music concrete sort of pieces, each person contributing their specific little bit, and it all melds together really well. This is one that I kept in my car for months, and I don't drive that much 
around in my car these days, but every time I did, I would get in and it has to be like, what is this? Oh yeah. It's this thing, this rules. Like every time it would catch my attention and I'd be excited about hearing it again. Uh, until of course I just remembered like, oh yeah, that CD's in my car. <laughs> so, uh, this one just got a ton of plays and was really like a, a treat. And of course, Helicopter and Tronics both had busy years, busting some uh, compact discs out too. So, part of my CD management problem is due to those guys. Tara, what else are you going to talk about? I want to talk about some vulgar tastes by Richard Ramirez. Oh boy, do I like this! This is on L White. It is a CG, and it is dirty and it is very intense and I love it. It is like it has a sexual ferocity. It's like underwater blowjobs. It is also just some like harsh noise joy. I really enjoyed it. Uh, And like the cover, it says like see our hot and steam rooms were never closed Hell Yes has lovely um, pornographic literature upon it. Wonderful track titles like Some Head, His or Yours, New Machismo. I love this. Sacred and Perverse absolutely describes this album. Good job. I mean, look, there's a there's a slow a noise slogan that is near and dear to this household, and that would be perversion at all costs (laughs) and i think it fits with vulgar taste and you know what let's just go right into mine because guess what i want to talk about jumping tiger yes i mean come on this is this is i would say the most played thing of the year especially yeah. Between just listening to it off the band camp and then just having the tape that the tape player that automatically goes to the next side, we just let this thing go. What a cool, very you know unique project for Richard. Of course, this is Richard and and Dom, and I love that it's Richard doing vocals. And now we do hear Richard doing vocals on on some releases, but rarely do you. Rarely is that the main thing he does. I mean, he does. Uh, there's there's other stuff you know that he contributed as well, but the vocals are his main co- contribution as far as far as what I can tell. Yeah. And when you get it, when you when you can kind of hear what he's saying here and there, I mean, it's just awesome. It's just perverted, and I just love it. The packaging. I mean, they really created. A, a noise world, a jumping tiger world with this mm-hmm. package. Cause you get a great booklet. There's all these great, the, you know, between the art, between there's, there's quotes, you know, uh, support sadomasochism slogan instead of support the underground, you know, mm-hmm. ancient S and M noise. This is ancient S and M noise. Yes. The titles face slapping their whole world in a second blow job penalty twit. Oh, I just, <laughs> the end of the fetish worlds. I love that. Uh, it is really, really yes. an exciting release. And it's it's just called Demo because it's a demo for an upcoming 10-inch LP. So I am really looking forward to that. 
And uh-huh. man, this is such a great, such a great tape from Hospital Productions. Someone released a demo and called it demo, and it's actually a demo. That's I love that. Yep. A crazy these days. I love that. I mean, who knows? It'll probably be all different. I don't know what the, <laughs> the you know what I mean. But I love that it's called demo. I love that. I think that's awesome. And yeah, this is just love what, the whole concept. What. What a release. And I mean, I know Gray's been listening to it a lot as well this year. I have. It, it was on my list of things to mention that I thought you would mention. So <laughs> it's nice. I get to list only the stuff that I like know that you guys haven't listened to. Yeah, we've certainly texted about most of these things. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Repeatedly. Heavily. Heavily. Jumping Tiger. Heavily. Anytime it's getting played, one of us is texting the yeah. other one about it. Like, Ugh. And then usually it's like, oh, Gray's listening to it. We should go put it oh, on. Yeah, yeah, let's go do that. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It's, no, it, my copy's in the studio here near me right now, so I can listen to it while I work on contact mics and stuff. Absolutely. <laughs> well, great. You got one more. I do. I do. I'm sad that I'm at the end of my list, but we're going to talk about all the other stuff on my list <laughs> uh, coming up here. Uh, I got to say, Nod Subterranean Rights on Malignant and Cloister is just a massive death industrial sewer worship record literally it's quite literally and recorded (laughs) in various sewers and dilapidated buildings and uh yeah grant's got a really nice hand and you know had him on the show a couple times and really just like his sound and think that this is probably his finest work so nice work grant (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, mm-hmm. it's a great one. And you, you, right when you got this, you, you immediately had us pick it up as well. So it's yeah. uh, definitely Grant's a great guy, and it's I really, really enjoyed his trashware. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. the importance of mastering and and kind of the process and how to approach that stuff was interesting, but also like what he does with the sewer recordings and how he captures them and how he uses different uh, parts of those recordings for different purposes it was really really interesting to me yeah again i think i said it uh after that episode it, it any anyone who wants to prepare something i mean especially if he's the one mastering it's a really cool episode to listen to because he kind of lets you know what the what the best way to send him something what the best the best yeah, that was very level. useful. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know exactly. I'm losing words, but you, if you listen to the episode, you'll you'll know what I mean. So it's it's a good, it's a really good informative informative episode for someone submitting something to be mastered. Yeah, that means it's Tara's turn. Okay, talk about intensity. Let's discuss Casablanca flamethrower on Tesco, guys. Well, who's that? Who the heck is that by? That'd be prurient. Oh my gosh, this is so intense. It's like creepy. The sounds of being haunted by depth and violence. It's the sounds of anguish. I love that the back says, listen outside in summer amidst homeless bee swarms. Yeah, absolutely. It's just hot and tortured. Really enjoyed it. It has the design that you would expect. It's absolutely impeccable. You'll be thinking about it for a while. And this is another one much, this is came out at like ground zero of not being able to ship. 
So it, it was ki- oh, kind of that strange waiting time forever. And, and so, yeah, it took, we, we grabbed it, you know, whatever day it came out and didn't receive it. You know, luckily though, we were able to listen to it on the band camp a bunch, but the LP itself, double LP, fantastic looking. Did I see there's a CD edition of it coming? Around? I believe, I believe it came out. I believe, I think it came out or at least it was announced. Oh, I might and have to grab one of those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's. It's, yeah, I feel like maybe I did a poor job describing it, but um, that means everybody just has to go listen to it. But I uh, think creepy is a great word. I think it is very creepy. It's slow. Yeah. It's very it is. slow. It is. And, uh, and, and really, the atmosphere is palpable in this. Yeah. I think it's black, funny with black fires. Sort of slow releases and things that take their time is... Like if you're watching a slow movie or, you know, you, you kind of have to be in the mood for it. you have to get yourself maybe in the zone. I think that's true with music as well as if you listen to this and you're expecting something or anything kind of on the slower, more and more of a mm-hmm. tip and you're and you're expecting something a little more active. You, you might need to come back to it at a different time to kind of, you know, you have to give it the energy that it, it wants and needs to appreciate properly. Well, on this, on the track, most cannibals were women. The whispering like gets inside of your head and it's really, again, I I wish I had a better word than creepy, but, but it truly sparks unrest within you. I would say that's a pretty good summation. Oh. Sparks creepy and sparks unrest. I like that. Yes. I think that's ad- I think that's accurate. <laughs> Mike. What? You got one more. That's it. I do? That's it. It's the oh. last record you can talk about ever. Ever. Well, then I'm pretty psyched that it's the one I picked. Oh my god. The idea of noise and what noise is. It's something obviously through this podcast that we are trying to get to discuss, get to the core, get to what is noise, what, what makes noise, what, what makes noise successful? What, what, what can it do that music won't? What can it do that music won't? And to me, it's everything. Okay. And a release it's, 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 it is, the titles, it's the project name, it's the package, it's the entire, it's the entire thing. For example, that's why, while obviously we we love and support Bandcamp Day, we always say support people on Bandcamp. It, to me, the digital is always a Band-Aid until I get the physical mm-hmm. or until I come across the physical, whether or not it's a brand new thing that you you get and you, you can listen to the digital until you get the package or it is an out-of-print thing that you just need to hear it until you finally come across it. We want the artifact. Ultimately, it's the whole package. And for me, this CD is something that this CD does something that other music can't. And that is the self-titled third organ CD on abhorrent creation. Now, what? this, <laughs> yeah, it's, we've been talking about this the, for days. 
the word unacceptable, <laughs> I think, is an appropriate word for this. And that is not a that is not to that is not a deriding term. That is to me something that noise does that other music won't. The packaging is well, it's all white. It says third organ very tiny on the front. In all caps. On the spine, it's not all caps and seems like a different font. You open it up. There's nothing on the inside. It's just a white thing. It says third organ on the CD all in white. White tray. And there's no other information. There's no track titles, nothing. The sounds on this. (laughs) I would say that. I would say it's unacceptable. For most ears, for most human ears, this this sounds... (laughs) Maybe animal ears, too. Yeah, I would say most animal and human ears, it's unacceptable. I would also say that I have zero idea what he's doing or how he's doing this. Whereas most everything else, not to say that I know how people do things, but I can kind of, okay... There's metal. You can get a mental there's a tape, picture. There's a tape loop. You know, there, I can kind of get... This just sounds like a computer, the insides of a computer being scrambled. Mm-hmm. And... There, there, it seems like a lot of work. Well, that's the thing. <laughs> I truly don't... I truly don't understand how this was created. No. In any way, shape, or form. It's I have every no idea. sound... Every synthetic sound that At you once. can imagine, like a machine gun blast. At once. Third organ is... It is I, I, I said this earlier in the year when we did the episode, and I maintain it. To me, third organ is the harshest... And to me, third organ. Wait, is I the think most I said ag- that. Well, whoever said it, <laughs> third organ is the harshest. Third organ is the most extreme. And this CD, it is so extreme. Is extreme. It's unacceptable, and it is my final pick. Ever twenty twenty. It might be. This might be the end. This is the. <laughs> it might be the end of the fetish world. It's the end of the noise world. This label also put out a new government alpha CD. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Effective imagery this year. I think they both came out at the same time. I'll have to track those down. I don't have either. You definitely need to track yeah. this down. Third organ, you did it again. You are the most extreme. Yes. <laughs> so I have a lot of stuff left on my list here. Do you guys have some extra stuff on your list, sir? I mean, look. Go for it. Look, look. This is, you know, it's been, we've gotten so much cool stuff this year. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you know, look, I can't help the nepotism because, you know, chondritic hospital. I mean, you know, been so excited this year. For all the all the releases coming from from these labels, the the special packaging from Hospital has gone to new heights. It's it's taken special packaging to in a new direction. You can already see 
the influence on 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 other things coming out already this year. I mean, they're the package is dangerous. The chicken wire hurts. Think about how much <laughs> they're getting cut when they're making these things. I've gotten cut just pulling out a thing. Yep. It's really exciting. And, I, you know, I could have put anything on on the list, you know, from, from either label. But, you know, I chose, I, you know, what was Shredded Nerve and Jumping Tiger. They're, I would say those would be the most listened things from each each label so that's i think that was my ultimate decision but i mean you know you got the new lasuria oh you my got, god that was a hard said, one to not put on the list yeah. and i thought Dude, you might how good is that it, I, we, so, yeah, it was lasuria, definitely obviously. it was it was that was a tough one so it was actually i'll i will say it was between that and the jumping tiger but I, 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 like I said, I went with Jumping Tiger because it was the most listened to. Well, that's the thing about these lists is they happen in December. Yeah. So one well, thing yeah. that I, I listened to the Nod record way back and you said Shredded Nerve, Acts of Betrayal, but Shredded Nerve's new LP on Ascetic House, Cruel Intentions is absolutely fantastic and like should have been in my top five, but I, it, it's it's in my top 10. You know what I mean? Like I have a list of other stuff here that is equally worthwhile and it just came out. So I haven't had the time to spend with it. Like I have some of these other ones and that's the only, that's the real thing about it. Right. Is like, maybe I should have saved that for my list for next year (laughs) because it's out like so close to the end of the year. Right. Right. But that's Uh, the thing about favorites. You get to choose them and change them daily. Well, yeah. You know what I, I mean, mean? Even, like that's even, the great thing about it. Even this list, this is not some, even any of our lists are not some sort of like, this is the it. Definitive. We have like, made no. this definitive. These are our lists. I, this it's is just, just stuff that I listen yeah. to a lot this year. And it's just, and it's just a way to talk about the, the about releases that we've been liking. this year. Yeah. So there could have been so many different things yeah, I'm sure put on. We didn't mention like so many amazing things, but again, I mean, it's just th- things that are on the forefront well, you, of our mind at this point right yeah. now. If you want to know what we're digging into and only recommend new stuff, you should check out the recent listening, which we always right. put yeah. links in the description to. Mm-hmm. So you can kind of find and track down some of this stuff, especially when it's new and has a band camp or label website selling it. There's always a link. Support those people directly. Please, please, please. Yes. By this noise mm-hmm. from the and people every, putting it out. Everything we listed, everything we listed today. You know, obviously, like we said, we usually put the link up, but just all you got to do is type things in rather than click a link. You, we know, yeah, so that it can happen. like they have the internet, like we have the internet. Now. Yeah. Oh yeah, that was a big thing that for twenty twenty. We have we good have... internet for the first time in our lives. <laughs> That's a very big thing. Yeah, but, but also I'm very like, excited. For example, that that government alpha CD that that was a contender for right for the end of the year. Um, an, a, a man, another great, another great one was the controlled death seven inch on yeah. total black total blacks, put a bunch of great stuff out this year that Richard Ramirez dishonored bodies cassette, yeah. you know? So it's just, there's obviously so much to check out and support. So, you know, these top five lists were just kind of something to put together that just to spark conversation. And, and obviously it's, there's, there's just the tip of the iceberg for the well, year. I'm mm-hmm. going to run down a quick list of things that were that could have qualified but didn't because uh, I think they're worth mentioning and I would feel bad if I did my year and listened and talk about some of the other stuff I listened to a ton. And I'm, yeah. Or just I'm say sure they I did for, qualify, sure. I'm so. sure I, I'm sure we <laughs> yeah. forgot tons of stuff yeah. for sure. So uh, so Shredded Nerve, Cruel Intentions, obviously, uh, I just mentioned. Uh, Manem put out a new record on Veltblarung, I think is how you pronounce it. Uh, Electrion, really good, dead, weird record. 
uh, Alter of Flies Inblick cassette. Uh, Matthias put this out on his own Haston and Corset. Uh, also Overblick, but it's kind of a pair of tapes that are really crude tape loop stuff. Uh, tape music, music concrete noise. He's really good. Uh, his Let uh, Let New Death Rise. I can't remember the name of the, the full name of it, but CD was one of the things that sort of inspired me to get back into CD pressing because that's such a great CD. Uh, Blind Date Acting Class on Oxen. Great Harsh Noise CD. Uh, kind of new to the Blind Date game myself, but that one really rips and has gotten repeated plays. Decombination. Have you ever been, a, you ever, have you ever been on a Blind oh, Date? Oh, that's a great question. I have you? not. No. Who would do that? That's ridiculous. Like set up? By, no, I, I have not done that. No, that's absurd. <laughs> who, who does who such do? things? I only TV does them. TV does, yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. I've seen the movie Blind Date with Bruce Willis. Classic. Yep. Decombination Signal CD and seven inch on Endangered Species. Really good mix of heavy electronics and La Joya de la Princess style stuff, which I guess I'm not sure where that falls, but really nice. Uh, the Star releases and i am elegant stuff which just has is in its own universe <laughs> completely oh, totally totally outside mm-hmm. of the world it's definitely noise but it's definitely not doing what anyone else is doing and i think it's so damn cool uh star and stock market and adorama all i like a little bit of confusion and like as strange and unique as it is and so that makes me enjoy the aesthetic in that way it's it makes me it, it confuses me it makes me ask questions and i think that's really important uh and another hospital release that i have listened to a thousand times this is my like nighttime reading music and maybe we'll get the books after this but ron morelli's betting on death on hospital oh yeah that was definitely oh. that could have yeah. easily been on the list too i mean that is an insane well, like, it still insane is we tape. just said it yeah. it's on the list yeah. there we go yeah it's i mean it, it, there's no list <laughs> I got, you know, I've got uh, speakers in the bedroom. I usually read before bed and I've got, uh, I play stuff off Bandcamp and I've got that on my Bandcamp and I just repeatedly, it's like 90 minutes of perfect, miserable, mm-hmm. minimal ambient. Uh, oh, it's so, so, good. so good. It's so good. It's just really, I just keep listening to it. So, and uh, reissues, Dave Gilden, Temporary Sedation and Narcotic both came out uh, this year. OVMN, Throbbing Pulse, Ontronics, Temporary Sedation was Ontronics also. Zero Comma got an entire discography, triple CD released. And Meg Gumnerbone got a double CD archival thing released. And of course, the Term in Chapter 11 box set. Uh, and uh, like I said at the top, a flood of Richard Ramirez reissues mm-hmm. through his Bandcamp tapes. So good. And other people doing stuff, which has been really awesome to see just like how much Ramirez stuff there is that you can go get now. And oh boy, we've yeah. been getting it. <laughs> yeah, I, I love yeah. it. I'm I'm definitely psyched on on his putting things up, you know, and it's cool when with his reissues because it's, you know, I mean, it is just him. It's, you know, it's him doing them, you know, just in his, you know, it's, it's almost like, I mean, yes, it's a reissue, but it's like this weird thing where it's like, well, it still is him yeah. doing it. It's like a different version or something yeah, of, yeah. of of a tape. And and yeah, no, I've been obviously look, you know, you heard both of our our list. I mean, this has just been we just can't get enough Richard Ramirez. Yeah. Can't get enough Black Leather Jesus. You know, Richard and Sean have just been killing it this year and will continue to kill it. And it's been a really cool year just digging in every band camp day. I'm, there's all I'm, oh, yeah. I'm, get, just grab a blind, blind couple buys off, off his page and you're going to be all right. And, 
Yeah, dude, that that rhyme early though too. Wow, what a what it a, rules. Yeah, and I if I'm it, not mistaken, his record last year was on your list. If I'm not mistaken, yeah, man, man walks, walks the, the earth. earth. Yeah, oh, yeah. that's amazing. I it it's weird from the like earlier hospital twelve inches and the Long Island electrical system stuff. I had this sort of vision of him as a techno guy. And it's well, which of course, I mean, you he, know, he, he is. is, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, the, but, but his, these, but his re- solo releases, yeah, yeah. These these records are like just weird ambient records that have so much atmosphere behind them, and and really set a mood. And I don't know, I can get enveloped right into them, and especially yeah. betting on death, I listen to a lot while reading uh, B.R. Yeager's Negative Space from Apocalypse Party, and just like. For contemporary fiction, horror fiction, like, reminded me of sort of equal parts like Dennis Cooper, the sluts, especially because there's sort of a message board thing with it. Maybe Virgin Suicides and Rules of Attraction, uh, Rules of Attraction from the way the story is kind of told, mixed with like a weird sort of, I don't know, Ligotti-esque horror (laughs) kind of thing going on to it that, uh, I, it really, really worked for me. So reading, like reading and listening, reading a a book about a town that's having a rash of suicides where they're almost treated like a spectacle and they're discussed on like secret message boards to listening to betting on death was like, it was a perfect pairing, really perfect pairing. So highly recommend that book. I've recommended it to a number of friends who've already picked it up. Uh, I got no, no dog in this fight. Uh, I just really loved the book. And also B.R. Yeager did a, a book in the form of a deck of playing cards uh, through Encastellated called Pearl Death. It sold out, I think, in pre-order. I was lucky enough to get one. It is absolutely beautiful. What do you Uh, mean? So explain that. It's meant to be shuffled in red. It's sort of lore. I would sort of liken it to reading item lore in something like Dark Souls for anyone who gets that reference. Uh, You spend too much time on your computer. But I think uh, it's... It's a non-narrative work of fiction that is presented as a series of playing cards, objects, and information about them that you then shuffle and go through. It's a unique and strange way to sort of tell a story, describe something, give an atmosphere. So it's different every time you look at it because you're looking at cards in different order. And Mm -hmm. it's... Yeah, there's pieces you can piece together and remember when you've been reading it. It's, It's a unique thing. And it looks really cool. They they almost look sort of like magic cards or something. Very cool. Yeah. Uh, another album that came out right near the end of the year that we've listened to a lot would be the new Yezu record, Terminus. Oh, it is so incredible. <laughs> the song yeah. Sleeping In is just yeah. a nonstop play around here. It's It's, I think... Some of the absolute best Yezu stuff. I think the Christmas EP and Silver, I think it's right up there with those. And of course, Justin, you know, I mean, Justin's kind of like done it all and does it all. Mm-hmm. You know, you got final, you got like early PE noise, like early. That was, it was pre Napalm Death was final. The first final stuff came out before that. Ugh. Then you have obviously Napalm Death, one side of, of Scum. Then you have Godflesh, basically invented a genre with Godflesh. <laughs> then you have Yezu, 
total just hazy. Some wild card music right there. Yeah. Yeah. And then you dream have like wild card. Dream, you, totally. And then you have JK Flesh. So I mean, it's like noise, metal, industrial, techno, industrial metal, techno yeah, industrial. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, it's it's really incredible. Obviously, I mean, you know, he's someone we we certainly hope to talk to at some point. Really, really inspiring. Mm hmm. Human and that new, the new Yezu is just oh it is so so good so definitely wanna wanna throw that out there. Reading wise over here honestly it's been it gets so wrapped up in True leading crime. up to the yeah leading up to the murder series that uh, mostly it's been I mean I, that that we have a stack of the uh, books over here but also I get in such a zone that when I finish whatever we're researching for the episode I just read another True Crime book about. Something else that happened to me. We did the Chikatilo episode, the skin crime episode of the murder series, and I read uh, Hunting the Devil again, and then I started immediately on another true crime book. So nice. That's oh that's right, yeah, yeah, yeah. The one yeah, I'm reading uh, Buried Secrets by Edward Humes. Yeah. Um, another book I read this year that came out this year that I really loved was Agency by William Gibson. I think I've talked about my love of Gibson before, but. I think he only got better as an author after the Sprawl trilogy, of which he is most famous for. And The Peripheral, which is the book before Agency, is one of is my favorite of his books. Agency is very good, very interesting, very much a novel of our time. Uh, he can imagine our near future and the problems that come with it very well, I think, because the seeds are already here. But this peripheral is sort of our near future envisioned as someone else's past and it's a really interesting take on sci-fi and uh, agency continues that story from a different angle which when he does these trilogies they sort of attacks the same thing from three different points and i really enjoy it so if i had to recommend another another novel if you haven't read any william gibson past count zero mona lisa overdrive and neuromancer i would say check out the peripheral and uh, let me know what you think. And also, you know, Agency being the follow-up to that. Uh, new book I was waiting for it to come out and was postponed and then finally came out and I read it as soon as it did. So this was an nice. exciting one. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. yeah, we rarely read any fiction. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah but I mean, part of it is because, like I said, we're just researching yeah. so much for, for the episodes. But yeah, like I, I some of the older true crimes, I, I went and reread Night Stalker. Uh, which is always a great summer read because you think, you know, hot summer Richard Ramirez. Yeah, don't open those windows. Yeah, it was a lot, you know, re re reading Richard Ramirez and listening to Richard Ramirez. It was a good year. Also, Die For Me, which is about Leonard Lake and Charles Ng. Uh, Venom in the Blood, which, of course, is uh, all, also a tape by Mark Solotroff. Yep. But that's a great uh, couple uh, mur murder, cu murder, uh, what are we going to call them? Couple murderers. But like, like the couple is the murderers. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Basically, couple goals. For, <laughs> for hashtag squad. There you go. Uh, but yeah, yeah. I mean, look, it's so it's it's just a lot of that, and then yeah, just a lot, a lot of noise, and yeah, just kind of getting in cool zones. Not only stuff that came out this year, but like getting into a murder corporation zone where you just dig into that whole discography and just find some real standouts. It's, that was real cool. What about you, Grace? Is there any like older project that you feel like you got you like elite or got in a zone with, maybe had a new appreciation for that you always like, but just kind of got deeper with this year? 
anything specific I might be uh, listening to in a zone. I've been in zones of things, but that it's like projects I'm working on for Contradict. So <laughs> I'm not I'm not here to talk about those quite yet. When they when they come, they come. But uh, otherwise. No, so much of like, I got a new thing I got to check out. I'm going to listen to that. And a lot of listening to different things more than focusing down really on one thing too much this year that I can remember. I'm sure it happened. It always happens. Right, right. I, I mean, you know, I, I put you on the spot. You know, you had you had a nice list, but I didn't you didn't have that. So I just threw it at you. It was not. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Didn't it, mean to uh, throw a banana peel at you. No, it's good. It's just there's there's just it's been so much. I mean, like we talk about running out of space and I can see the stacks of CDs in my closet here that need a home. And it's like, I keep, I just keep listening to new stuff as much as I can, you know, but got a lot of ground fault CDs this year that, that I was missing or fill in gaps. So I went through like a lot of that stuff, which was really nice. Um, and some stuff sort of lost in the moves or to time I, I reacquired. And that was, that was kind of an exciting things thing. And Yeah, I'll say my record shelf. I kind of made one new shelf for new acquisitions, but I've been slowing down on vinyl. And so that shelf has kind of like everything, but I haven't touched the rest of the record collection too much unless we were doing something for an episode and I was digging it out. Like my S-Core record, which took me I don't know how long to <laughs> find. You guys were, were, were talking when I was looking for it because I keep it with another S core record for some reason, which has candle wax all over it. And I right, keep well, them, because it, cause doesn't that doesn't, it that, stains and right. Yeah. yeah. So the, the plastic bags, if it's next to something else, it stains. So it's in sort of a special part of the record collection, but that record doesn't have a spine. So I kept missing volume next to it because it has a spine. But then if you can't reach that part of the record collection or it's like, you know, kind of a little, a little out of the way, uh, it's, it's difficult. Oh, the woes of a collector. My Candle Has Died, one of the great yes. album titles. It is a great album title. And it's on a great label, Praxis Dr. Berman. Oh, yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. Yep. We, we, what with that Richard Ramirez CD we yep. did early on was Praxis. What, have, yeah. we done, have we done anything like there else was on another Praxis? One. No, I feel like did. there may be a seven inch. Yeah. Boy, I don't know. If not, we need to rectify that, obviously. If, Any if day. That's, well, yeah, I think that's our... 2020 but hey look we're not done we got more episodes coming out oh, this yes, year so yes. don't don't think and you know not only this year but for many years to come so don't uh, don't think that this is some sort of final thing for the year we have we got a couple cool ones still yes up, and so. more fascinating people to discuss them with yeah we we already have some pretty cool interviews lined up for early in the year and we're just continue with that so noise Never ends. It's true. And we will be there to listen to it and to talk about it. Thanks so much to everybody for listening this year. Hopefully you discovered some new gems or revisited some old ones. Hopefully our best of list give you a couple things to check out when you're hungry for some noise that your ears haven't heard or reminded you how great something that you got and then put on a shelf or, you know, forgot because you got something new, you can go revisit it. It's never too late to listen to something or to discover something new. Uh, and I love that. I love that for me, the Connellys will talk about something. I won't have it or I will, but I won't have listened to it in forever. Or it could even be a movie when we're talking about stuff and you just go, you go dig it out and you check it out. And it doesn't matter if it's from the seventies or from last week. It's like, it's still nice to just dig out some stuff that you, uh, 
have someone to talk to something about and dig out something that you haven't listened to enough. Well, hey, let's go listen to some noise. What do you say? I think that's a good idea. Mm -hmm. All right. You've been listening to Noise Extra. Noise Extra is brought to you by Chondritic Sound, a home to noise artist for over 17 years, by Verdant Weapons, maker of quality contact microphones and noise devices, and by our Patreon supporters. You can find our Patreon at patreon.com slash noise extra, and your support really helps. You can find us on Instagram at noise extra, on the web at noiseextra.com, one E in those, and on Twitter at noise extra, with three A's at the end. Thank you for listening to us and to noise.